My Father, my God, we thank you, Father God, for this day. Um, I just want to welcome all of you to tonight's prayer meeting and also all our online um, viewers. I just want to welcome you tonight to this powerful, powerful prayer session. Um, this is the season that we need to pray. It's, we have entered now into uh, the September, October, November, and December months, which we as children of God need to really, really focus and really pray as much as we can. Pray for our families, pray for our children, pray for, for our church, pray for everyone, every surroundings, every every surroundings wherever you go your schools everywhere it's time that we really focus in prayer and really intercede and pray like never before because we have entered into a season where we as children of god really need to focus and i just want us to open in prayer as we begin our prayer session my father my god lord god almighty thank you father for this time for this uh the time for the God to be in your presence, my Father, in the name of Jesus. Father, though we don't always understand, Father God, the plans you have laid, Father God, in front of us, Father God, but we have faith, my Father, my God, in your word, that we stand on your word. Even as we begin prayer tonight, Father God, we know that there is a greater purpose for us in praying together for the God. Lord God Almighty, it's not always easy and comfortable, but we stand and trust in you, my Father, my God, in you, Father God, we trust alone, Father, in the name of Jesus. We give us the strength to move forward mightily, so Father God, in the name of Jesus, and to walk the path you have so ordained and destined for us. Father, we thank you for each and every person, Father God, that is um, under the sound of my voice, Father God, that is watching, Father God, right now, and be part, Father God, of this prayer session. Lord, we give you honor and we give you glory in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name, amen. Can you say this with me before we start praying? My Father, my God, I decree and I declare that as I hear your word tonight, I am ready to receive a strategy from you my father for my breakthrough for my healing for my family and for my church help me lord god almighty to continue to watch and pray in these uncertain times in the name of jesus in the name of jesus hallelujah our our, our theme for tonight is a god strategy god has got a strategy for each and every one of us when we are in a situation god has got a strategy for us to come out of that situation and tonight i just want us to pray and focus on the strategies that god has for us god's strategies not man's strategies but god's strategies not your own strategies but god's strategies so i just want us to look at uh, one of the kings in Second uh, Chronicles 20 verse 14 from verse 14, although it begins from verse 2, but I just want us to begin from verse 14. The Bible says, then the spirit of the Lord came upon Jehazel, the son of Zechariah, the son of Behmiah, the son of Jael, the son of Matthiah, a Levite 
of the sons of Asab in the midst of the assembly. Verse 15 says, and he said, listen, O ye of Judah, and you inhabitants of Jerusalem, and you, and you, and you, King Jehoshaphat. Thus says the Lord to you, do not be afraid nor dismayed because of this great multitude, for the battle is not yours, the battle is God's. Can you Amen. imagine a whole king, a whole king, he has this trouble coming to him and he doesn't go into his private place to pray, but he calls a whole nation. He calls a whole nation to come and pray with him. And it says there, verse 16, that uh, tomorrow go down against them. They will surely come up by the ascent of Zia and you will find them at the end of the brook before the wilderness of Jeru. Verse 17 says, you will not need to fight in this battle. You will not need to fight in this battle. Position yourself, position yourself. I just want you to get hold of verse 17. It's such a powerful scripture. It says, you will not need to fight in this battle because the battle is not yours. The battle is the Lord's. It says, all you have to do, all you have to do is position yourselves, position yourselves, stand still and see the salvation of the Lord who is with you, oh Jesus, Jesus, oh Judah, oh Jerusalem, do not fear or be dismayed. Tomorrow go out against them for the Lord is with you. The Lord will never leave us nor forsake us. Say this with me. My father, my God. My father, my God. My, <laughs> thank you, Jesus. Um, I, the Lord will never leave me nor forsake me. The Alleluia. Lord will never forsake me. Amen, amen. Verse 18 says, and Jehoshaphat bowed his head with his face to the ground and all Judah and the inhabitants of Jerusalem bowed before the Lord, worshiping the Lord, worshiping the Lord. Verse 19 says, then the Levites of the children of the Kahadites and of the children of the Korahites stood up to praise the Lord God of Israel with voices loud and high. Verse 20 says, so they rose early in the morning and went out into the wilderness of Terako. And as they went out, Jehoshaphat stood and said, hear me, hear me, O Judah, and you inhabitants of Jerusalem. Believe in the Lord your God, and you shall be established. Believe in the Lord your God, and you shall be established. Believe his prophets, and you shall prosper. Verse 21 says, and when he had consulted with the people, he appointed those who should sing to the Lord. Amen. And who shall praise the beauty of his holiness as they went out before the army and were saying, praise the Lord for his mercy endures forever. Verse 22 says, now when they began to sing and praise, the Lord set ambushes against the people of Ammon, Moab, and Mount Seir, who had come against Judah, and they were defeated. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. God has got a strategy for us. Yes. Just say this with me. My Father, my God. My Father, my God. You have a strategy for me. You have a strategy for me. 
in this season. In this season. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Mm. As children of God, we learn that the hand of God is upon our lives. We know that. As a child of God, as a kingdom kid, you know that the hand of God is upon your life. As, as you also know that there is a force that is guiding you, protecting you, and doing great things within you. You might not know it, but you can feel it. You know there's a force. The hand of God is upon you, child of God. Listen to me tonight. Wherever you are, the hand of God is upon yeah. you. It doesn't matter what you go through. The hand of the Lord is upon you in the name of Jesus. You will never experience any attacks in your life if there was no greatness. If there was no greatness, you will never experience any, any attacks from the enemy. Amen. You can walk into a room. I always say this to my children. You can walk into a room where people don't even know you, but the atmosphere just changes. The atmosphere will just change. Because why? The hand of the Lord is upon you. You carry within you or upon you the spirit of the Lord God Almighty. So when you walk into a room, the spirit, the atmosphere just changes. Why? Because you're a kingdom kid. You're a kingdom kid. And when you enter, you just find even people that even don't know you just start sizing you up. They just look at you and like, oh, who is this? Because you carry with you the spirit of the Lord. And the reason why the schemes and the plots of the enemy come to no avail in your life is because everything that comes against you, God always blocks it. Say this with me, my father, my God, anything that comes against me, you will block it in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, no evil shall come next to me. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, say this with me, my father, my God, if you are before me, who can stand against me when you are progressing? Let me tell you something. When you are progressing in life, when you are doing well, the enemy will always try and attack you. No matter what strategy the enemy has launched against you. It will never prevail. And I want you to know that as a child of God, that it doesn't matter whatever the enemy throws at you, it will never prevail because your God will always be before you. Sometimes God allows attacks to manifest, but it says this sickness or this issue is not unto death. It's not unto death, but it is to glorify the God almighty. Amen. Say this with me, this sickness or this problem that I'm going through, it's not unto death, but it is to glorify my God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The things that are, are, co are complaining about, you'll find that people complain about you. You will look back and you will see that, you know what, even if they complained about me, they just lifting me up to my next glory. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. God is amazing. And because if it, if the things or whatever is happening did not occur in your life, it would not be, you won't be as prayerful as you are today. I've gone through a lot. I've gone through a lot the past four months, but I'm telling you today, 
I've built a better relationship with my heavenly father. I have an intimacy with my father, whether I clean the house, whether I sweep, whether I cook, I am constantly in the presence of the Lord God Almighty. Because why? You end up building a beautiful relationship with your father. Israel and Judah were coexisting for about two centuries. And often they fought against each other. The last war they engaged in Israel was, um, Israel was destroyed and left Judah intact. They fought and Israel was destroyed and Judah was intact. And as the king, um, of, um, as the king over Judah, Jehoshaphat coming to the throne immediately, he immediately abolished he immediately abolished idol worship. He abolished, he said to himself, I'm going to take over from my father, David, King David, and I'm going to make a change. I'm going to abolish all this idol worshiping. And I'm going to allow people to shift from what consumed the land that they were worshiping funny gods to them now worshiping the real God the real living God. And as a result, God looked upon Jehoshaphat and gave him great favor, strengthening his kingdom, making him wealthy so much that um, the neighboring kings came to pay tribute to Jehoshaphat. It is not so much as having confidence in you, but confidence in Christ who work in and through us. Say this with me. Even as I go through problems, I have, a, I, have a, I have confidence that my God works through me and in me. Hallelujah. Jehoshaphat makes mistakes along the way. He is not perfect, but God does not take away his hand of him. And God does not allow his errors to disrupt his destiny. You see, so even if in life, we make mistakes. God's hand will never be removed from us. God's destiny that he has ordained for us will be manifest. It will manifest and it will manifest. Say this with me, my father, my God, thank you that even if I made mistakes in the past, you did not cancel my destiny. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Now Jehoshaphat sitting uh, with the favor of God upon his life, bringing alignment and order into Judah, saying, we are no longer going to serve idol gods. We are now going to be serving the one true living God. He is prosperous. He is a man who is concerned about the people. Now sitting on his throne, some people come to him and tell him, Jehoshaphat, Jehoshaphat, all your enemies have got together and they are coming against you. Can you imagine the greatness that's in your life and your enemies don't come one by one, but they gather together and say, today we are going to go and face her. Today we're going to sort her out. But you know what? God is always there for us. And uh, the people run to Jehoshaphat and they tell him that all your enemies have got together and they are coming against you. They are only 24 kilometers away. Can you imagine that? And everything that you have built is in jeopardy, will be destroyed. 
What would you do if you heard news that threatened your life, your future? What would you do as a human being? What would I do as a human being? Could your normal reaction be to try and access your own resources? Or would you default into your own reliance? Or would you turn your trust and confidence to God who, you, who got you where you are today? I know what I will do. I will stand and be still and focus to my God. Jehoshaphat did not panic. The Bible says he did not panic. He did not get angry. What Jehoshaphat teaches us is a strategy that God gave him. Jehoshaphat realizes that he cannot do anything until I pray. Yes, I've heard this news, but I'm not going to do anything until I seek my God. Whatever news you get, whatever, whatever news you get, whatever bad news you get, the first reaction that you have to do as a child of God is to be still and focus and hear what your God is saying. Jehoshaphat turns and he says, I'm not going to do anything until I pray because nothing will happen until I pray. He resists the temptation to panic. Hallelujah. Say this with me. My father, my God, my I father, cannot do God. anything cannot about do anything. what lays before me. Or what lays before me. I will not panic. I will not panic. But I will put my trust in you completely. I will put my trust Hallelujah. in you Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. He teaches us a strategy on what to do when we are faced with problems or offense even. You know how we get easily offended, even at church, we get easily offended. But the key is go to your God. Don't, we don't fight against, against flesh and blood, but we go straight to God and God will give us a strategy. Hallelujah, hallelujah. The problem might be not uh, people, or anything that threatens your life, bad news or something, how are you going to react to it? What are you going to do? What are you, what are you going to, how are you going to respond with your emotions? What will you do? Those are the questions that I asked myself when I was going through stuff. That what am I going to do? How am I going to react to this news that I just got? How am I going to deal with it? How am I going to respond with it emotionally? But you know what? God is always there for us. Whatever attack comes into our lives, we must know that, you know what? It's Satan. Every attack that comes to threaten our lives or to, 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 to destroy our homes, it is Satan. It is always spiritual, always spiritual. You can't look at this in the natural. So when an attack comes, you can't fight that attack in the natural. You need to go back to God and fight it in the spiritual realm. Jehoshaphat gets a word that he, that the attack was coming his way and he was, he was careful and uh, to listen what the attack really was all about. There is now no way God was going to bless him there is no way. God had already blessed Jehoshaphat, blessed his kingdom. And all of a sudden now there is an attack. So he told himself that 
God can't bless me like this and just send an attack, allow an attack to come to me. Sorry. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. What you must understand as a child of God is that the word came to Joseph. The word came. And you must understand that the word of God has been sown already in your life. And no matter what bad news you hear, always remember that you have good news that has been sown in your life. I want to say that again. Whatever bad news come your way, as a child of God, you know that I've got better news within me. I've got good news within me. So your good news must always overthrow the bad news. Say this with me, my father, my God, I have the word that says, count it all joy when I go through trials and tribulation. I shall be hated by men, but those that endure till the end shall be saved. In this life, I will have tribulation, but be of good cheer that you, that you, God Almighty, already overcame the world. I have the word in my life that I know that all things work together for good to those who love God and to those who are called according to his purpose. Thank you, Jesus. When the enemy comes to eat my flesh, say this with me, when the enemy comes to eat my flesh, they will stumble and fall. Say this with me again, in this season, when the enemy comes to eat my flesh, they will stumble and fall in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Say this with me, my father, my God, I have enough good word in my life that when I get bad news, I keep standing. I keep standing. I keep standing in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah, hallelujah. The reasons why Jehoshaphat was a threat is because he is a person of integrity, meaning that the enemy can't get anything out of his closet. He, he, he is a man of integrity. There is nothing, nothing that is just laying around that the enemy can use and threaten him. So he was putting things back in order in Judah and he was a person of influence. Jehoshaphat was a person of integrity and a person of influence. Say this with me, my father, my God, in this season, I will be a person of integrity in my business, in my school, in whatever I do. I will be a person of integrity and a person of influence in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. In 2 Chronicles, verse 17, uh, 2 Chronicles 17, verse 3 to 4, 
God say the Bible says God was with Jehoshaphat because he walked in his ways of his father David, and the Lord established his kingdom and increased him. Hallelujah. Your haters will join forces against you because they know that God's hand is upon you. Say this with me, my father, my God, my haters will join forces against me, but they will stumble and fall because the hand of the Lord is upon me in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. The Bible says that all his enemies came against him. They could not come one by one, but they decided to form a team and to come against Judah. How is that the enemy can come together to tear God's people? How Listen to me. How come the enemy can come together and come and destroy God's people? And yet God's people can't come together. They can't come together to destroy Satan's kingdom. It's time that we come back to church. It's time that we go back to church. It's time that we get out of our beds on a Sunday morning to worship our heavenly father in the temple, in the place of worship. Our beds are not a place of worship. It's time that we rise up and come to church. Amen. Hallelujah. Your enemy has already done, you know, the enemy, your enemies, they've already done their research on you. They already know what an average attack will do on you. So they will know what kind of attack will destroy you. So we have to be aligned with God, especially in the season, to a point where when the enemy comes, our God stands and blocks everything. The enemy wants to disconnect you because he knows your power is in alignment with God. Say this with me, my father, my God, I will let nothing separate me from the love of God. Say it with me again. Say, my father, my God, in this season, I will let nothing separate me from the love of God. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Don't ever waver from what has sustained you. The love of God has sustained us so far. His grace has sustained us so far. Don't ever waver from it. You prayed to get that job. You prayed for that marriage. And now we want to slack and not pray. We can't afford that, children of God. What should we do, Jehoshaphat? The people asked. When we get all this bad news at the same time, he says, worship, hallelujah, worship. Don't worry, praise God. The Bible says, he tells the people, praise God. Jehoshaphat doesn't panic, he praises his God. When you have a relationship with God and are experiencing acute attacks, your response to God is not based on what God can do. It's not based on what God can do. 
is based on your relationship with God. That even if you don't do it, my father, my God, I will still praise you. I'll still worship you. Even if God, I pray for that husband and that husband doesn't come through, Lord God Almighty, I will still praise you. Even if I pray for that job to come through and I don't get the job, I will still praise you for you know my destiny. You've already gone before me and you know what is in front of me that is good for me. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Don't allow the enemy to cause you to start acting out of your emotions. Say this with me, my father, my God, I will operate from a place of devotion and not from emotion. Hallelujah. God always gives us a strategy. When we are aligned with him, while just Jehoshaphat and the people were praising and worshiping God, he gets a strategy. Oh Jesus. One of the people in the in the in the in the groups where they were praying gets a word from the Lord and tells Jehoshaphat, and he gets a word that God says, Be still, that the battle is not yours. He listen to me. Jehoshaphat gets bad news. He does not panic. He just says, Lord, I don't know what is going on, but you are still God and I still worship you and I still praise you. And God says, do, you don't have to fight this one. God is telling someone out there that you don't have to fight this one. This battle is not yours. This battle is mine. This battle is not yours. Listen to me, child of God. The battle you are facing right now, it's not yours. It is the Lord's. Yours is the victory. Yours is the victory. You just prepare yourself to praise God and to worship your God. Say this with me. My, my Father, my God, thank you for the promise and the plan that I'm standing on. Because God will always, always, if you are aligned with God and prayerful, God will always give you a plan. God will always give you a strategy to go around your problem. Hallelujah. When you look at the problem from the natural perspective, you will panic. But when you look at the problem from God's perspective, you will know that God is busy doing something, even if it doesn't look like even if the situation doesn't look like in your spirit, you will know that God is busy doing something. Say this with me, my father, my God, I will look at, I will look at everything. I, I go through from the spiritual realm. Let's say this again, my father, my God, I will look at everything I go through from the spiritual realm and not from the natural realm. I will spend my time praising you instead of worrying in Jesus' name. Hallelujah, hallelujah. God gives Jehoshaphat a strategy. He prays, he prays, he worships God, he prayed and God gave him a strategy just like God will give us a strategy when we pray. God is the same God yesterday, today, and forever. Amen. So God gives him a strategy. 
Judah and all its inhabitants of Jerusalem, this battle is not yours. This battle is the Lord's. All I want you to do, I know that your enemy is near, but just like the Israelites at the Red Sea, remember when Pharaoh was after them, God gave them the same word, the same word. God gave them the same word. Stand still and see what I am about to do, oh Jesus. Say, I will see the salvation of the Lord. I will stand still at my Red Sea and see the salvation of the Lord. Amen. Don't panic. Just stand still. Say this with me. My Father, my God, I decree and I declare that I believe the word of the Lord. I will stand on it and I will be established in the name of Jesus. Jehoshaphat says, uh, take the praises and put them on the front line. In this season, God needs us to be authentic with him. He wants us to be real, real worshipers, real prayerful people, a real authentic relationship with him. That's what our God wants us to have. And God tells Jehoshaphat, put the praises in front of uh, your team when you go out to fight. Just put the praises in front. I will do the rest. I will fight the battle. You just put the praises in front. Can you see, child of God, how important praise and worship is? Just to worship your God, just to be in that atmosphere of praise, just to be in that atmosphere of worship is so important. When he puts the worshipers out in front, it shows us that there is a sound that triggers divine intervention. When we pray, when we uh, worship our God, there's a sound, a sound that goes out of our mouths, a sound that makes the enemy worry to say, but I thought I put this one down. Why is she still worshiping? Why is he still praising God? Why? I declare that your healing and your breakthrough is one, is the one on the other side. Listen to me, child of God. I decree and I declare that as you worship your God, as you praise your God, your breakthrough is on the other side of your praise. It's on the other side of your worship. Your breakthrough, your healing, your, your, your marriage is on the other side of your praising your God. Just like the walls of Jericho, they walked around that wall and with one sound, one sound, that wall came down, trembling down, and the children of uh, and the children crossed over into their promised land. When people come together and release a sound, it triggers divine intervention. That's why it's so important to come together on a Sunday to worship your Father, or come together as a family and pray and worship and praise your God. I just want to say this to you as I close. God will defend you. The last part of verse 15 says to us, do not be afraid or discouraged because of the vast enemy. For the battle is not yours, but it is God's. When Jehoshaphat put the praises in front and they started praising, the Bible says that 
the enemy, the army that was coming against them got so confused that they started killing each other. And what did Jehoshaphat and the nation of Judah do? They went and they started taking their spoils. So God will give you breakthrough and you'll never know where your breakthrough will come from because the wealth of the sinner is stored up for you, child of God. It is stored up for you. God will deliver you. The first part of verse uh, 17 tells us, you will not have to fight this battle. Take up your position, stand firm and see the deliverance the Lord will give you, O Judah, O Jerusalem. In Matthew 19 verse 26 tells us, with God, all things are possible. When God told Abraham one day that Sarah was going to have a child, despite her old age, Sarah was so, was uh, ear dropping and laughed. God rebuked her and said, is anything too hard for me? Say this with me, my father, my God, as I stand in this season, I know that nothing is too hard for you. Amen. And in Genesis 18, verse 14, sure enough, the following year, Sarah gave birth to Isaac. Hallelujah. Psalms 46, verse 10 says, be still and know that I am God. Say this with me, my father, my God, I will be still in this season and know that you alone are God. Hallelujah. God will never, never desert you. The last part of verse 17 says, do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged. Go out to face them tomorrow and the Lord will be with you. I think one of God's most favorite sayings, I was just laughing and talking to the lady who helps us here at home. And uh, I was just saying that uh, God's most favorite word or phrase is when you are in trouble is do not be afraid, do not be discouraged. So tell your neighbor that in this season, I, I will not be afraid and I will not be discouraged. Hallelujah. And then the first, the first time it occurs is in Genesis 15 verse one, where God says to Abraham, do not be afraid, Abraham. I am your shield your very great reward. Then he also said the same words to Isaac, to Jacob, to Joshua, to Isaiah, to Jeremiah, to Elijah, to Daniel, to Ezekiel, the apostles, and a lot more. His favorite word is, do not be afraid, child of God, in this season, in this season, do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged because the Lord God Almighty is with you. In Isaiah 43, verse 1 to 2, the Bible says, this is God's promise to you. Fear not, for I have redeemed you. Fear not. Say this with me. My father, my God, you have summoned me by name. I am yours. When I pass through the waters, you will be with me. And when I pass through the rivers, they will not sweep me over. 
when I walk through the fire, I will not be burned. The flames will not set me ablaze. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus. And the way to conquer is to always remember that just need, we just need to come to God in prayer, just like what King Jehoshaphat did. Don't take control of your situation. Let God handle your situation. Acknowledge his power. He is God, not us. He is God. He knows what he is doing. God knows what he is doing. Even in this season, God knows what he is doing for his children. In the meantime, we just have to rest in his love and care and just wait on him and worship him for no matter how blink the situation is in front of you, God will defend you. He will deliver you. He will never desert you. You can run to him anytime. He is your hiding place, your refuge, and your strength, an everlasting present in trouble. Say this with me, my Father, my God, I thank you for this word that I know as I worship you, as I praise you, I will not panic. Whatever situation comes my way, I will stand on the good word that is within me. And I know that you, my heavenly father, will fight my battles and I will stand still and receive the victory in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Thank you. Thank you so much for joining us tonight. And I pray that you will all join us on Sunday for our Heritage Day, where we are all dressed up and looking good and in our own cultural dresses. So we'll see you on Sunday online and in church. Let's all wake up and come to church on Sunday. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord.